0: see how you do today well now now you've put me under pressure that's, that's right
1: that's a threat i feel threatened
0: yeah <laughs> this entire I know. job's under pressure mate, at all times <laughs> wow okay
1: hostile work
2: environments <laughs> always with tom it's fair <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by two of your... Two, you, no, I keep saying it. And he's... <laughs> <you>, shut, <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Shut up! You put me off my game! Right, Tom Manning's here. Hello. Be, being himself. Uh, you've got me, Josh Hartley. Uh, we've got uh, Ryan Trotter on this week as well. Hello. Hello, Ryan. How are you doing? I don't care how Tom's doing. I want to hear how you're doing. Oh, that's nice to hear. I'm doing all right. Thank you, Josh. How about good, yourself? Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm grand. I'm grand. So listeners um, may have heard Ryan previously. If you've gone back to Tabletop Scotland 2019, you were involved in uh, the panel that Tom was, uh, was running on GMing. I oh, was indeed, yep. Yeah. Uh, but you will you'll, you'll, may, may be familiar with his name because he is in the Star Wars campaign that we talk about from time to time that Tom runs. And you're in a bunch of other games that Tom runs, to be fair, as well.
1: Yeah, like three or, you know, two or three games that you're running at the moment, Tom? You're it's in a Call of Cthulhu as well with me. Yes, with me, I When are doing that. Yeah, uh, my poor investigator who kept, who kept blowing himself up inadvertently or setting himself on fire. Uh, through means of trying to defeat the
2: Eldritch Horrors. Yeah, that was him. I mean, this sounds pretty drastic, but that's actually kind of par for the course for Call K- of Cthulhu. That's tame, yeah. actually. Like, it's, I, it's, how, I... do we,
1: how do we deal with this slimy thing? I don't know, fire? Fire, right, that yeah. works.
0: That's that's like a quiet Wednesday in Call of yeah.
1: Cthulhu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is your third call for arson. Yeah, it's Tuesday. You
0: guys have had a lot of, like, suspicion for arson and, and <laughs> actual arson actually in,
1: in that campaign
0: and he's only had like six sessions
1: as well mm. uh, when like four like 40 percent of your sessions are comprised of we burn everything to the ground i think
2: our investigators aren't in the right line of work no <laughs> no probably not <laughs> it just reminds me it's slight tangent here mm. um there's an old youtube video i don't know if you guys have ever seen it called arson sam is, basically, it, is that like the, the anti hero Fireman Sam? Well someone realised that if you play an episode of Fireman Sam backwards, it's about a guy throwing people into buildings and setting them on fire. So Okay. So that's what this guy has done. Uh, I think I don't even know if it's on YouTube anymore. It was oh, like wow. this I'm talking from like fifteen years ago.
0: I mean you could do that with like anything. You know, if you play like an episode of ER backwards, you basically got the equivalent of like an episode of Saw. You know? wow. oh <laughs> you just,
1: god that is grim <laughs> just somebody inserting like shrapnel into a patient and sectioning them up yeah Jesus it's, uh, it's, it's like it's the same CSI is all about planting evidence
2: <laughs> that, that's fair yeah that would be more accurate <laughs> hey! oh, oh hot take <laughs> oh. Um,
1: reasons, I'm, not re- I'm not associated with these two gentlemen
2: <laughs> yeah uh, Tom I, d- I did want to hear how you're doing how I'm, are you I'm, doing I'm, I'm good but not
0: for for lack of trying so I want to derail us as I want to do uh, and I want to I
1: want to talk we're, about we're, me right <laughs> because, three minutes 30 seconds in I think that's a record
0: yeah yeah right so <laughs> I I was at the hospital today nothing serious right I'm right. taking part in a, a study uh, so because I have havesatic uh, arthritis um, mm-hmm. it, there's a a lot of Glasgow's based on research in uh, arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis and cirrhotic arthritis. So they said to me, do you want to be in this study about pain? And I was like, sure, I've done these studies before, I'm happy to do it. Like, cool, we're going to send you well, over to, to one of the can, hospitals.
2: Can I stop you there for a second? Yes. <laughs> the moment someone says, do you want to be take part in this study about pain? I'm just like, nope. No, 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 no. And this is
0: this is one of the few times, Josh. I will say you are a wiser man than me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm like, let's do it, right? So, so I take a day off work, right? So I I take holiday time. You to book do a this. holiday for this, yep, right? Yep, right. I mean, so I go in. Paid for this, I guess. I didn't. Know I didn't yeah. get paid for it. It's entirely voluntary. <laughs> so I go in, and don't get me wrong, nurses are lovely, you know, great facilities, all positive, right? But it is hellish, right? It is a day of fundamentally soft core torture they like they put my thumb in like a vicey thing that like crushes your your, your nail to like measure your reaction to pain they put you know like the stuff you get your blood pressure taken where they put like yeah. the pump on your arm. Mm. So they put that on your leg. And if you ever wondered what that's, that feels like when it goes past the point of being tight, I'm happy to tell you it's not good. Yeah. So I've mm-hmm. had, I had that done. Uh, they take a wee pen that's got kind of like a like a needle edge to it, but it's like blunted. Um, okay. And they basically like poke your, your hand with it like lots and lots of times. And like the first couple, you're like, eh, whatever, that's fine. But it starts to get less fun. And then they put me in an MRI machine for fifty minutes. Now I've never been in an MRI machine at all. Mm, mm. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, an MRI machine is the big donut uh, that you basically get on the pla- You get on like the bed, and it puts you inside it. And yes. then I have 50 minutes of being in this enclosed space with, like, headphones, a mask, like, the whole thing, whilst
1: my leg is being compressed See, to test my reaction to pain. I went into an MRI machine when I was in hospital beginning of lockdown. Yeah, uh, for, right. Um, and it was uh, maybe, like, 10 minutes in and out. I can't imagine being in there for 50. Like, I had the whole, like, bar- you know, like, the equivalent of barium meal they have these days. Yeah. Um, uh, to mm-hmm. check my system, and I don't imagine like fifty minutes in there with not only just a miniature torture device around your around your calf. Yep. So so that has been my day. My day has
0: been like a, a happy meal version of a saw film. Like it wow. has been <laughs> unpleasant, but on the flip side, of it, it's actually been quite a fun day because <laughs> taking that away from it, um, the, the it was really interesting. Like they kind of talked me through you know lots of stuff like how your brain reacts to pain and mm-hmm. like i got i i'm really interested in like how the human body works like not on a, an academic level just on kind of a you know lay lay person perspective yeah sure. and like i'm fascinated about seeing like my own bones and and not like out of the skin you know but like when they're being scanned by ultrasound and stuff yeah clarifying uh, the other, other part's
1: to... the actual Saw movie yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So like I get to see like all my joints like under under ultrasound and uh, obviously I'll get to see the outcome of my MRI scans as well mm-hmm. on my brain. Um so really really interesting, but I just it's been it's been a day, right? And like I got home and I was like let's not do that again. Like let's, <laughs> that was fine. I'm glad I, I contributed.
1: I imagine they get not many repeat offenders in that course. <laughs> <laughs> um to be honest with you tom given the yeah. <laughs>
0: the day that you've mentioned it's fair but what what i did find quite funny one of the one of the nurses said to me you're quite consistent and i was like is that is that a compliment and she was like it's just that you know when you give an answer and then we give you like the random test you give the same answer and i'm like are people making up answers like when you how painful is that on a scale of one to ten Five. Now, how painful is it? Let's call it an eight. Like it's it's gonna be the same, right? There's Mm, gonna be like maybe mm, a bit a bit of variance, but apparently they get a lot of people that they think are like trying to act tough or you know played up or whatever. I I don't know what the mindset is behind it, but they're you know
1: they're getting this really intense pain and they're like two. (laughs) No, I I don't know what the point is for a medical study where you go in and try and act like you're not being affected by anything like sir we're here you're here so that we can look at how you're reacting
0: yeah Mm
2: -hmm.
1: why are you here there's actually (laughs) a a lot of in these
0: medical studies there's a lot of like unconscious bias where Mm. people try to give answers that they think the researchers want like they feel a subconscious pressure to give the answer not the answer that's true to them it's the answer they think that person wants. Mm-hmm. Um and and what's what's worse is if you know about that and you try to not do it, that then you you're kind of consciously trying not to give an unconscious bias. You're you're kinda of stuck in a vicious circle because mm-hmm. yeah. you're either you're either doing it without really realising it or you're intentionally trying to avoid it, <laughs> which is just as bad, really. So yeah, that's that's my uh my little bit of uh of unrelated news uh for wow. the week. Yeah.
2: Uh, my day was fine. <laughs> was yeah, it? I think I,
1: I think comparatively, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I th- it, it feels like it was a lot better now all <laughs> of a sudden. Actually, so I'm going to oh, appreciate think... it tomorrow a lot more. You know, just sitting at my <laughs> desk and working
0: is going to be nice.
2: Yeah, I predict a half an hour into your shift, someone will annoy you, and then it'll it'll be all out the window. Am yeah, like, I wrong? I wish just, I was I'm back wrong. in
0: that MRI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: a panning shot of Tom at the desk, like butterflies in the flower field behind him, and then just like a message pings up and it just hellfire erupts around him. Like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a kind of panning shot, you know, pastel... Um, a, a
0: pastel field, and yeah. there's like a big MRI scan machine in the middle of it, and me there and and is going past it. <laughs> I will remember you.
2: <laughs> Ten minutes in, Tom is singing. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yes, get, get that off your bingo cards. Yeah. There we go. Shall we talk about some tabletop gaming stuff?
1: Yeah.
2: Sure. Go. Why not? It'd be remiss of me not to mention uh the D&D session that I had recently where we had the most disastrous optional encounter of all time. All right, let's hear it. We have okay, so we've recently been tasked with rescuing a uh, a dragon from uh the clutches of this uh this ice demon. Uh sorry, ice devil. Important mm-hmm. distinction in D&D. Yep. Uh, we did this because Simon's character uh, was able to beat him in dragon chess, so uh, per the contract that he created, he let him go. And we're making our merry way back. Uh, the ice dragon's flown ahead. So the, the uh, silver dragon has flown ahead of us and is going to meet us at, at Yay Point in the future. And then, as we're walking past, we're, it's a swampy environment. The land shifts a bit, and there's a sinkhole revealing a green door. Mm -hmm. now I was against going to the green door I and Simon was as well uh, but the rest of the party really wanted to see what was through that damn door Mm -hmm. right so we go through and (sighs) we encounter the a corridor that must have the most traps in a single like per square meter that I've ever seen um, you haven't run so Tomb of Annihilation, what? have you, Josh? No, I have okay. never played Tomb of Annihilation on that note, to be fair. So, the, uh, the, the wizard has a bright idea. He can summon a water elemental to trigger all of these traps. So he summons said water elemental to trigger the traps. However, one trap is an explosion oh. which catches the wizard, which breaks his concentration, which means the water elemental then turns on us. oh Yeah. So we have to fight a water elemental that we didn't need to fight. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that happens. We slog through the traps. We get to this end room where there is, like, a summoning circle in chalk. Someone walks through the chalk, summons, like, four, uh, I think it was minotaur skeletons oh, God. into the room, which we have to fight through, and then that's it. There's no treasure, there's no loot. It it was just a pain. So what's uh, and
0: I don't know if you know this or not, Josh, because uh, I, I know you're not necessarily the best at learning these things. But what's the what's the law of this
2: particular mini it, dungeon? It, this this little mini dungeon. It is the law surrounding one of the forgotten Elven gods. Right. It was a, a shrine to this particular god and apparently if we had done the encounter correctly um, it summons a uh, an, I think it was an elf who worships this god but she has gone mad ah. and you can interact with her basically But I, I, and I'm pretty sure Dave who runs the game mentioned there's no reward <laughs> for it, there's no treasure or anything, just... it's just a random encounter Is this not Descent
0: into Avernus that you're doing?
2: Yeah. Okay. Ah. So I'm not. Sh- Again, what? Well, here's the thing with Avernus. So there are p- bits of it plucked from the Forgotten Realms and planted into. Yeah, a, yeah. No, a, that makes that makes. Mm-hmm. I was
0: trying to contextualize it, but that makes it make a lot more sense because it is yeah. r- a bit more random.
2: Hmm. Anyway, we made it out of there alive, but it was it was the. F- because it was just, I found it really funny because as far as I was concerned, we'd completed the quest. We'd got the thing that we'd, we'd set out to do. Yeah. But then most of the session was dealing with this crap. It's, it's
1: like that um, in anime when you have the, like, here's the conclusion to the actual story. Oh, we have to fill in for a week. Or like, it used to be in the, in the early 2000s, <laughs> you have to fill in for a week. So uh, uh, the guys are going to make some noodles i guess or going on a great tea race
2: yeah there we go it's the there it's go.
1: the
0: classic end of uh, final fantasy 9 right where you beat the big bad mm-hmm. and you're like that's it game over the big bad's beaten. i've beat Kuja, the guy who has been built up across this entire game and then the game goes here's this dude called necron he's not explained at all unless you've played the japanese version of the game oh boy and wow oh man good, good <laughs> luck uh, it's just a completely random encounter and a nasty one at that and that's essentially what what you seem to have had josh uh so wow but right on the flip side of it you've got a good story from it so exactly
2: and i i, I to be I, I was laughing so hard throughout the whole thing because it, like i my character is like no i'm done i'm done <laughs> for the day but like, you just go like take <laughs> a nap he, he at one point did take a bit of a strop and just hid around the corner while the rest of them were working through this corridor setting off traps <laughs> like, So one of
0: my favourite mini dungeons I ever ran uh, was from 3rd edition D&D and it was called Start at the End and mm-hmm. basically the, it starts in media res so mm-hmm. the party are already at the end of the dungeon mm-hmm. uh, and they fight a monster so basically the the way it's described is you've gone into this dungeon and it's kind of a spiral that curves in Mm -hmm. on itself and it looks like it's already been looted as you go in there's like bodies on the floor there's skeletons there's traps that have been set off and all this lot and then they start in media res or at least i started them in media res fighting the monster in the middle and Mm then at the back of the room there's like a, a massive treasure chest and you go over to, like, the treasure chest, and you open the treasure chest, and it's completely empty. And as you open it, it resets every single trap. Nice. All the way oh. back. And you hear it. Like, you hear, you like, hear the click, audible click, click, clips. click, click, All the anime- enemies are reanimated, and you have to fight your way out for nothing. Like, oh. you've got no Love it. Love it. It's such a douchey thing to do, but it is a nice little twist mm. on... Uh,
2: on the contemporary story. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Warhammer Plus uh, launched like this week. I haven't subscribed to it, uh, Tom. I know you were planning on doing so. Did you?
0: I am planning on. I haven't done it yet, um, but I will be subscribing to it. I've just not. I'm not going to subscribe until I've actually got time to sit down and, and engage with actually enjoy it. Actually, enjoy. Yeah, that
2: think.
1: that makes sense for the layman. Hi, I'm the layman. Uh
2: What is Warhammer Plus? Well, on, uh, thank you for, uh, for asking, Ryan. Um, I nearly said, thank you for Ryan asking. Big uh, <laughs> time post. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we, we say won. that and I always leave it in, so yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, it's basically a new subscription service from Games Workshop mm-hmm. and uh, encompasses a vast array of services Uh, in particular you get a free exclusive miniature you get access to an app that allows you to watch some animations set in the various universes that uh, games workshop cover Hmm. you get full access to their warhammer 40k and their age of Sigmar app Uh, you get exclusive shows from warhammer tv such as battle reports painting tutorials and the like Um, You get access to the Warhammer Vault, which are a series of old publications and articles from the likes of White Dwarf and uh, Citadel Journal and Mm -hmm. the like. And when they're back on, you'll have access to VIP tickets to Warhammer events. Oh, That is what you get. Um, Okay. I I did not memorize that. I am reading that off a web page. I am not that good at what I do. I was going to say, I was going to be very (laughs) impressed. There we are. So, launched earlier this week. In fact, um, and I missed it, they had a uh, free preview of one of the animations uh, hmm. over the weekend just gone. I think it was um, Comisci, All About Commissai Yarrick.
1: Yeah, it was um,
2: uh, Old Deadeye, was it? Or something that like hmm. it was
0: called. Uh,
2: I, I never got a chance to, to watch it myself, uh, and I'm assuming it's no longer up on the various free platforms. I think you've got to pay now. I didn't to... watch it, but I did see a couple of reviews for it. Uh, okay. and they were fairly
0: positive so
1: yeah
0: uh, apparently it uses a a style somewhat reminiscent of late 90s manga not manga anime
1: um which yeah is i'm seeing i'm seeing the uh, stills of it now and it looks very reminiscent of like uh, afro samurai just like really hyper stylized mm. with really deep shadows yeah um And that's that's a real shame. I would I would have really liked to watch that because like out of the like I'm a tertiary Warhammer nerd. I like the lore. I can't paint worth a damn, but uh, I'm I'm really interested in hearing about the lore. And Commissar Yark is probably one of like the characters that I hear
2: like thrown out a lot uh, in terms of like people to follow sort of thing. I love the, because uh, Ben was telling me the origin of C- Commissar Yarrick and um, Gaz Skull mm-hmm. was, um, they were um, homebrew characters of, I think it was Jarvis Johnson. Oh, and one really? of the other guy Yeah, one of the other guys from um, fr- from the design team. And this was like their ongoing campaign through like Rogue Trader and second edition oh, nice. that they had. So I-, I-, I just love that idea. I think that's so cool that they turned them into like actual canon <laughs> so not um, just actual
0: canon, but two major characters in mm-hmm. the, in the k law and and it's so weird how how much those two characters have changed um not just like over the years, but like if you look at the model, uh, the original Commissar Yarrick and the Im- original uh, Gaskell model and then you compare them to their their contemporary designs <laughs> they are night and
2: day the the modern Gaskell looks amazing yeah. I love that now don't collect orcs either. I'm, I'm like this close to starting orcs though because they look really fun yeah um but anyway, that's a, a, a tale for another time. So yes, uh, it is now available online. So by all means, guys, if you fancy getting in on that, uh, go download the app, subscribe, uh, get your free miniature, and let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, Tom, Tom, like I say, is going to investigate for us and we'll report back on yeah, its I wares. Yeah, uh,
0: I will check that out over the next couple of weeks and I will uh, give my uh, honest, unfortunately probably, incredibly honest opinion on it (laughs) no I'm sure it's going to be quite good I'm looking forward to
2: it yeah cool cool uh, you've got another bit of news that you wanted to, to cover off with us just uh, following what we've discussed on a previous episode about Avatar.
0: Yeah, so a couple of weeks ago I mentioned that i would back to Kickstarter for Avatar Legends, the role-playing game. Uh, I'm not going to really go into it again. If you want to hear more about that, check out our previous episodes uh, and like and subscribe while you're at it. Uh, <laughs> 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 what I would. Uh, I will say is uh, in in sort of congratulations to them so they are uh, seven days from the end of their kickstarter and at the moment they have raised seven million two
1: hundred and eight two hundred
0: and eight thousand three hundred and twenty two dollars so just over five million pound uh for their their kickstarter which From what I have seen, unless I'm mistaken, is the highest uh, a role-playing game or supplement has ever achieved on Kickstarter. Because I I was going to ask,
2: how does it compare to some of the Critical Role stuff? Because I know that the Critical Role... The Critical Role stuff was never on Kickstarter. uh... Oh, so it was not. No, yeah. so
0: the, the Critical Role uh, products went through Green Roan indirectly and then through um, Wizards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they never went to Kickstarter. So uh, Critical Role have never had a book uh, like this uh, on, on Kickstarter. Uh,
2: they did have uh, Vox Mac in that though, which I appreciate is not an They had TV the animated there. series, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I don't believe this has come close to the animated series. No, it won't. No, the animated
1: um, series was 11.3 million.
0: Yeah, okay. so a uh, hell of a chunk more, but still, for a role-playing game supplement, it is a massive amount. Uh, it it pipped out. I think the the previous top was one of Matt Colville. Uh, for anyone who knows kind of mm. the the D anD D circuit, does a lot of third-party stuff for that, uh, yeah. and has written a lot of other material uh, in his career. He's a really good. Um, Youtuber as well. If you want to watch some interesting videos about D and D and things, he's a good a good source to go to. But uh, the Avatar Legends one is, is fantastic. They they got completely blown out of the water for like stretch goals and things. They've been having to kind of make up stretch, which I really like. I I, I quite get. I get a bit of sort of a, a is it freud where you kind of enjoy someone suffering a little yeah. bit, and again, mm-hmm. I kind of like watching uh, creators scrambling under their own success to you know make up. More stretch goals, which is a nice position to be in, right? Like um, where you've been so successful, you've you've more than achieved what you're doing. So they have come out with some some really interesting uh, stretch goals that they came out with. So things like uh, an app for uh, their game was like one of the the later stretch goals, which again has been uh, has been blown out the water as well. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of extra resources for it. Uh, it's in a really really good place, and I mean even like at the level I'm. Supporting, which is uh, just the the PDFs, the amount of bonus stuff you're getting now because of how well it's done is is cracking. So really well done to them, and I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what uh, what comes out from it now.
1: I took a look at the sample uh, of the ses- of the system, and it looks it's uh, I didn't know really what to expect from it, but it is a lot more of a narrative heavy uh, system, which yeah. makes it a lot of sense for the yeah. avatar. Uh, canon, yeah, um, definitely. and I'm really interested to see how it plays. To be honest, like I've not had a chance to uh, do a one shot of it, but they do. The handout actually comes out with a uh, a sample uh, story mm-hmm. and sample character. So if you can bother somebody to run it for you, you, you you know it's easy enough to pick up and try. Hi
0: Tom. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had a, a I had a quick look over it myself uh, when it was. When it first came out, and it is—it's quite an interesting system. Uh, mm. I'll be interested to see, you know, how it how it shakes out when it's got a bit more content for it. But I think yeah. it's really good. I like when they do things like this that they bring out a quick start guide. It's got characters, it's got a bit of content for you to play through. You know, a lot of people are doing it now, and it is a really wise thing to do, especially with a Kickstarter. It's kind of a try before you buy situation, mm-hmm. which is really good. What I always think is quite funny. And I know it does happen, so I probably shouldn't really find it funny. But like, imagine you. This is a small team, and they've just been given seven million dollars. Like, that's a lot of money to just have have dropped in your lap. Like, you've got to be thinking about like you know fleeing to Barbados and, and just setting up a new life with that uh, that amount of money.
2: Uh, we've we've seen plenty of kickstarters go awry mm. along those lines, so yeah. you know. Uh, hopefully these guys will come good on on what they've uh, committed to. I think
0: I think they will. Given the, what we're seeing, you know, it's very professional quality that we're already seeing. It looks like they've got a good mm-hmm. chunk of it is already you know ready to go, and it's just about bringing the the last of it home, and obviously now bringing the the extra stuff in that they've uh, yeah they've
2: set themselves up for. Yeah, well, watch this space, guys. And uh, Tom, you did back it, didn't you? So again, you will uh, you will report back. A lot of lot call to actions for Tom this week. <laughs> Keep myself busy. Yes, of course. And um, the other uh, big news thing that has happened this week was uh, Wizards of the Coast had the Magic Showcase. Uh, so they did this last year, sort of an it was an hour long stream basically where they cover off what we can expect over the next um, the next few months and years uh, for Magic the Gathering. So. Uh, I don't know, how, how much have you guys seen of it?
1: Uh, just whatever appeared on
2: spoilers. I haven't had a chance to watch the footage yet. course. Cool. so you'll... I mean, and this is one of the criticisms of the students. Not an awful lot of new cards revealed, mm. which, uh, you know, for a game that is based on cards is a bit weird. But uh, that that's fine. Tom, Tom, have you caught up with any of this?
0: Uh, I've seen bits of it previewed on Facebook. Uh, okay. Via various links, you know, it's is that kind of clickbaity stuff of magic's mm-hmm. doing forty k now, and I'm I'm a sucker for that kind of crap. Uh, so I will go and usually read that. You know, I get really reputable resources for my information.
2: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about uh, their use of IP because we we discussed this uh, last week or was it week before? And I would put forward the theory that um, oh, they might be trying to cool off on this universe is beyond stuff. And I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I was very wrong. So um, we'll address the elephant in the room first of all. But I, I want to just get guys. Uh, just wish list for me here. Give it. Give me an IP that you'd love to see magic do. Oh,
1: I think more of the Forgotten Realm stuff. To be honest, because I'm a sucker mm-hmm. for uh, the the D and D set. I absolutely love that. That was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Tom.
0: It's topical, given we've just discussed it, but I wouldn't mind seeing Avatar done in, uh, in
2: Magic. Mm-hmm. So so what I'm hearing from both of you is you want to see Fortnite. You want to see Fortnite. I saw this. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I sat Gosh. here last Gosh.
0: week yelling at people not to yuck people's yums, mm. and then Magic are like, <laughs> challenge accepted. Here's yeah. Fortnite. <laughs> I'm like, Guys. Mr.
1: Hartley, please. Please, what are you doing to me?
2: <laughs> I'm telling. I am, I am reporting the news. Mm-hmm. We are going to get a Fortnite secret lair. Yeah. So. Okay, so. I was worried it was
1: going to be an entire set. And <laughs> I, my heart <laughs> fell through my stomach. But. We had a Walking Dead secret lair. I didn't buy it. It didn't come into my sphere of reference. So I'm not too fussed about it.
2: Well, th- this is the point. Th- this is kind of how I feel about it. And what they have said about this is that they're not mechanically unique cards. These are going to be reprints, basically, but with oh, a Fortnite-themed right. art on them. So, you know what? If you your kids... And your Fortnite and you want to combine that with Magic: The Gathering, you you, you go knock yourselves out. But, can I uh, can
0: I just interject for a minute? I wanna, I, I wish I could credit this to where it came from, but I saw it in passing. Oh boy. I saw a comment about <laughs> this on Facebook that had me properly belly laughing, and it was, um, I'm sure bringing the Fortnite community into Magic won't make it any more toxic.
2: <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, it's funny because I'm sad. And I was like, <laughs> you know what?
1: Yep. You know what? We at least we can agree, it's not League of Legends. It's not. <laughs> that
2: is no. true.
0: It's not Raid Shadow Legends either. You know, Raid just, Shadow Legends. I'm surprised I, that hasn't happened. That's I everywhere. would
1: not be surprised. Like. This card set sponsored for some reason by Raid Shadow Legends.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's like when you, when you crack the booster, the yeah. advert just pops up and starts playing.
1: It's it's like like, a- I don't even a- understand how this is happening. <laughs> it's like <laughs> one of those birthday cards you can't turn off after you open it. Actually, we should probably talk about this week's
0: sponsor. We're oh, no. Shadow Legends.
2: <laughs> damn it, I was going to make that joke. You beat me to the joke, Tom. <laughs>
0: it's Little not uh, we are not and will never be sponsored by raid shadow legends uh, well Trump well well, well, well
2: let's, never, let's never use the never word nope. you know nope. raid? i would i would rather be sponsored by
0: like you know the companies that do like the ball shavers than like you know raid shadow legends you know what i'll like, take
1: that level of sponsorship you you would say that but apparently they do good money for raid like that i'm sure they do yeah i'm mm. sure they do and and i'm not
0: Entirely judging people that accept the sponsorship, but mm. God, it's it's
2: everywhere, man. It's it's the herpes of advertising. Like you cannot get rid of it. The funniest that I saw was there's a a music YouTube channel that I subscribe to. He basically, does like um, segments on like certain periods of like pop and rock music, right? Okay. And like he normally gets relevant ones, like Squarespace. <laughs> you know, like oh, you want to learn something? Yeah, they'll go check out Squarespace. Anyway, he starts it off you are you feeling bored? You want to something to occupy your time? Want to expand your horizons and maybe learn something? Try, Ra- try Raid Shadow Legends! <laughs> Just totally leaned into how absurd it was. Oh boy. So, I respect the man for that, at least. I have seen a
0: couple of you... Sorry, we're getting off track here. Yeah, I it's have- cool. I it's have cool. seen a couple of YouTubers, and I actually sit there going, how did they get away with having that as their sponsorship, because they they are this close to, com- to completely mocking it, but mm. it's an official sponsor, and I'm like, this is like, if if I were that like company, I'd be like, you are actively mocking us. We're not we're not sponsoring you if the, you're gonna make a mockery of
1: us. The problem is like, well, not the problem. I think the thing is, people respond to the irreverent sponsorship, mm. is, mm-hmm. you know, so. Ah, this guy's making fun of it. He says he's put a couple hours into it, and I might as well see what it's like, just so I can make fun of it.
0: That yeah. is fair. Yeah, I suppose it, in a way, their their spin on it might actually be good publicity.
2: Mhm. Yeah. So anyway. Raid raid Shadow Legends is not been confirmed. Um, okay. The other the other stuff actually sounds quite cool. Uh, oh, we're but- getting a Street Fighter secret left. No, oh, what? no, it does not sound cool. <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> What? I, you oh, you take that back, Tom. I
1: am here for this. I love the idea of, like, tap two mana, play Chun-Li.
2: <laughs> so Chun-Li is the art that ah, they revealed yes. for it. Yeah, uh, and all they have confirmed is that the card has the multi-kicker uh, mechanic of on it. Of course it does. <laughs> I mean, that's clever. Of
1: course it does. Yes. I'll give him that.
2: Yeah. So... Uh, over and above those uh, things, uh, we got to see some art that is being used in the 40k Commander deck supplements that are coming yeah. out. Um, it, we, we, it's Magnus Calgar and some suppressors. They're uh, basically the two pieces. I'm going to go out on a limb. I think Magnus Calgar could be one of the commanders that they release for that. It um, wouldn't surprise me.
1: Yeah, if, if it's... Um, with the recent Commander decks, it's been two like new official commanders at the very least, and then a couple of others that you can like bring up front sure. to both to yeah. the rank. Um is
2: it sorry Ryan. Is no, it new for... art
0: that they're using for this or is it yes. existing?
2: Okay I believe good. so the the reason I think I'm pretty confident it's new art is it is the colour palette is more in line with Magic the Gathering art mm. than it is with 40k art. Yeah. It's obviously like the 40k designs, and notably it has guns in, which is something that's going to be new for Magic the Gathering art.
1: Well, we but... say that. There was Urza's power armour. That's true, yeah.
2: <laughs> which is literally Space Marine armour. Like... Yeah, yeah. True. True. Maybe Urza's um... secretly the Emperor.
1: <laughs> Urza being the court don't, Emperor. Don't,
2: don't, don't start on this
1: is start on this. is Urza really alive because the orcs believe he is yeah that's the question
2: <laughs> they've got his talking head somewhere mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah so i thought the art looks pretty cool though and and they also revealed um artwork of gandalf the gray for the lord of the, for adventures in middle earth is the official title of that supplement That isn't coming until 2023, so we're going to have to wait a while for that one. Uh, But that is going to be a draft set. It's going to be commander decks, and uh, notably, the cards are going to be modern legal um, Hmm. for for those who care about competitive play. What did you Um, think of the art for Gandalf, Josh? Again, I quite like it. it. It looks to me like a Magic the Gathering spin on who Gandalf the Grey is, so... I, I I think that's quite neat. I've I've seen a few people online saying oh, it doesn't quite look right, but then we're so used to like Peter Jackson yeah. and and you know by by extension it's uh, I, I forget the two artists' names now, but the two lead art the the two very popular artists. I, this is bugging me because I've got I've got like a Gandalf the Great print by one of them. Um, Oh, that's going to really annoy me. I I, I need to st- stop stop everything. I need to look stop this up. Stop the episode. Okay.
0: Josh wants to look smart. All
2: right. No, I'm going to leave most of this in. I'll oh, look. okay. Uh, he does that as well.
1: So we have it in real time. The furious googling. You
0: actually get the, the concentration. You actually get us discussing mm. how we're going to cut this out of the episode. Mm. Left into the episode.
2: Josh is very much in the everything is content school. Yeah. Thought. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I would be, if if I was in charge of Raid Shadow Legends PR, I'd be like, you mock the hell out of us. <laughs> it is Alan Lee and John Howe. Okay. So we, I think we're so used to seeing like their interpretation of Tolkien's Middle Earth that seeing, you know, other takes on it is a bit little bit jarring. Um that that's my gut feeling i don't know you you've obviously seen it tom what what do you think i'm not a fan it's no the honest,
0: the honest truth yeah it's i think it's a nice bit of art uh on its own merits but I, I i kind of agree it to me it doesn't look like gandalf um it looks like a generic wizard i think And i know pro- in, in many ways gandalf is a generic wizard but
2: he has... He's not a generic wizard. He is the generic wizard. He's, well, yeah, he's... he's the one that we base all of our generic wizards on. He's not <laughs> the progenitor
1: wizard. Like
0: there have been other wizards. Like so no, yeah, think I, yeah. I, th-
1: I think the problem falls with the fact that we've had Peter Jackson's interpretation of him for twenty years now. Mm-hmm.
2: Stop making me feel old.
1: I refuse. You will turn to dust in my webcam, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the fact that we've had that interpretation around for so long, and it is just like at the forefront of like the the pop culture imagery of him. Um, I mm. think they've done well. Or like this was Dmitry Burmack who appears to be. I uh, Dmitry Burmack who's doing the artwork for the Gandalf card um, has. Taking it in an interesting direction. I like the look of him. Um, he's got this, uh, the 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 sort of like detail in his hat. Like, is weather worn? Is, mm. is world weary? But uh, he's still look, uh, recognizable in the color scheme and the gear he's got. That is Gandalf.
2: Yeah, I like. I say I'm I'm a fan of it. I like the fact that they've sort of done a Magic the Gathering spin on it. Yeah. Basically, uh, I think that's neat. And you know. There's there's tons of content out there that looks like stuff from the Peter Jackson films. So
0: I'm happy like to agree different. to
2: disagree. I'm, okay. i That's I, fair. I respect
0: your opinions despite them being wrong. Hmm. Wow. Well, Josh,
1: we can rest well on an audit It's 2 to 1, so we're good. Is and, it, though, you know what?
0: Really, I mean, it's the
2: validity <laughs> of the opinions. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, Ryan, he's saying your opinion's not valid. Right, I'll, <laughs> That's uh, very ryan is our guest tom you yeah being it's, it's very ryan ridden. whose
0: opinions invalidated.
1: <laughs> it's the same reverence with which you will get your raid shadow legend uh, sponsorship do you know i'm gonna yes. eat those words in like a year <laughs> when Raid come to us and they're like oh we want to sponsor
0: you we'll give you like x amount of money and i'm like
2: cool don't is... don't listen to our episodes That's a lot of um... money <laughs>
1: i will be sending this to the uh contact us at <laughs> the PR team. yep
2: excellent uh, moving teams. away from uh, other ips mm-hmm. that they've been talking about we've got a, a, a bunch of product stuff as well um, they, uh, and they uh, and a bit of news about organized play we'll start on that because that was a pretty neat announcement so uh, store championships are coming back to oh. uh, local game stores and they can select what uh, format it is, be it like standard, modern, draft or whatever, which is great. Okay. Here's the neat thing, right? So they're, they're going to have three promos. The Everyone gets a promo Arbor Elf, uh, which if you're familiar with Magic the Gathering, common like, um, it's not an expensive card, but it's used quite a lot in like Commander and Cubes and the like. Um, each, the top eight each gets Collected Company. Oh yeah so um Ryan, ryan's been playing uh around about the same time length of time i've been playing as well so you remember coco being i absurd. i started
1: in theros uh so yeah yeah um when cans came around collected company was backbreaking mm, uh,
2: and i it was I awesome. still
1: like i still hate running against uh like in commander <laughs> it's like Collective company bring up my entire deck so, oh boy
2: <laughs> yeah and the winner will win a foil worm coil engine. Oh. which is very a very nice card. Interestingly they've updated the creature type so that it's, it's a Phyrexian worm mm. now. So, mm.
1: so um I run um Lorehold Artifacts in Commander and just the the concept of getting a fancy, like a pretty looking worm coil that won't cost me a hundred quid at the minimum for the uh, um
2: Oh, Art One, is uh, music to my ears. Well, do you want to hear the really cool thing about this? All right, is that the uh, it will have in foil letters on the card the name of the store where the championship was held. Oh, which I just think is really neat. You get you get a chance to have a a card completely unique Mm -hmm. to um, to your gaming
1: store. Imagine having to like imagine buying that on the secondary card market later on down yeah. the line and then like oh I never knew you went to like the the card kingdom like in America like <laughs> championship when did you go there? Yeah. Uh, uh, this year this date apparently
2: yeah I, for that reason I don't think we'll see a lot of these on the secretary market hmm. I think um, I think people want to keep hold of these for sentimental value do so... these
0: sorry, sorry to interrupt do, do these kinds of cards that have the I assume this is like the foil stamping that yeah, have on yeah it? it's similar to like your pre-release cards yeah mm-hmm. so do those kinds of cards have a, a
2: an increased a decreased or a similar value to it's their normal similar cards? for pre-release cards because there's a lot yeah. of them right mm-hmm. I, th- I these ones might be different
1: because like, these are going to be unique to the store mm-hmm. but in that in and of itself it might have the same rarity hit as like because worm coil isn't Uh, like a chase rare, like you can get copies of worm coil engine it's printed with a lot of commander decks yeah Uh, and they did the masterpiece variants if you want to be really fancy but Mm. uh, i think i think josh is right it'll be the same sort of value as a foil worm coil engine maybe a little bit more because because of where
2: the stores are but the, the the card to compare it to would be, or the card types to compare it to will be the promos they gave out at grand prix's and like yeah. world magic cup qualifiers and that sort of stuff and they do they start off being cheaper than whatever card they're based on and then get more expensive as time goes on mm-hmm. right okay yeah. interesting so uh, we got that in terms of new products um. I, I, I don't play the pioneer format but uh i think this is really neat they've announced that they're doing uh pioneer challenger decks so oh. this is a six, 60 card plus 15 card sideboard uh, deck that you can just buy and they've already posted the deck lists for them and uh from what i'm told by people who actually play that format is that they're actually pretty good mm. like it doesn't doesn't take an awful lot to upgrade them to being like fully optimized so that's neat I um, I like what to... they're doing with the recent
1: uh, like precon decks because the I don't know too much about the D and D one because I've only maybe mm. played against two or three of them but the Strixhaven decks were really good and it, oh yeah like, uh, the Lorehold one only took only takes a couple of cards out
2: and in to break entirely <laughs> yes yeah you can do busted things yeah. with that Lorehold deck so. Uh, so, yeah, uh, great to see them uh, doing more content like that. Last year we saw Commander C- uh, Collection Green. Uh, this year we're going to get Commander Collection Black. Um, more of the same, basically. You get Altar, Sol Ring, and uh, Command Tower, and a bunch of black staple cards for Commander. I think off the top of my head we had Toxic Deluge, uh, Phyrexian Arena, Reanimate. Uh, and a few mansa, and a couple of others which I can't quite remember.
1: Okay, you you got you're missing two. Uh, who is the first? Who's the planeswalker that you think of when you think black?
2: Oh, Liliana. There's yep. a Liliana in there. It's the flip one, isn't it?
1: Flip Lily, which is interesting because I don't. Mm. I'm gonna probably show myself up here, but I don't think the flip the the collection green was a flip. Nissa. No. Yeah. No, that wasn't. So that's that's interesting at the very least. And there's also uh, Ghoul Collar Gisa. Sol Ring and Command Tower, uh, yeah. all of these with new art.
0: Oh, is Goo Collar Gisser in that? Uh,
2: yeah, yes, Goo Gisser. So that'll be coming to stores later this year. Uh, they talked a lot about uh, the two Innistrad uh, sets that are coming out, mm. and in the first quarter of next year, we're also going to get a draft set called Innistrad Double Feature, which is going to combine cards from the two. And have all arts of them in the style of like uh, creature feature movies and that sort of stuff. So that's a neat little nod to old horror films. Um, not too too excited, but it'll be fine. And I think that the big one is the uh, schedule for twenty twenty two for the main sets. Uh, so the four set titles are going to be Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. Ooh. Yeah, this is going to be. We're going back to Kamigawa block, which was the Japanese mythology-inspired block. However, it's set two thousand years into the future.
1: Oh, I'm here so, for this
2: for cyber yeah, cyber Kamigawa. Cyber, it's cyberpunk ninjas. Ah, oh, I'm here for that. Basically, uh, so that looks really cool. Next set is called the Streets of New Kapena. This is a, a city. New Kapena is a city that was. Uh, Formed by angels originally, however, it has now fallen into crime. So this is uh, Art Deco 1920s-style uh, mobs led by demons. Okay. And the promo art for this is Obnixilus standing over someone who's just been gunned down. Is it Obnixilus in a fedora. It, it, Obnixilus is wearing a suit. Oh God! Are wizards just like <laughs> it, right? Hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah. Tom, Tom's got his head in his hands. Uh, he, he's want to do this while we're recording. This looks so much cooler than it sounds. Well, oh, that's all I will say. I like, I need to see. The I'm VR on board this. with this.
1: Yeah, I like. I love the idea of um, wizards just going right. What settings do these guys want to play? Because and we'll print this we'll make this setting and here you go here's the all art like the um uh what do they call them? plane shifts to get to those places cuz like they did the plane shift for Africa which was which was pretty good mm-hmm. but this is pretty
2: much more eberron but with demons and angels running the show and I'm here for yeah. that and uh, uh yeah uh can you imagine like i i I'm, I'm almost certain that they're going to have like alt printings in an art deco style as well, which will be really cool. Josh, please, I can only get so excited about this. (laughs) Uh, The final two standard sets of 2022 are titled Dominaria United. We're back to Dominaria for Magic's 30th anniversary. Mm -hmm. And the final one is The Brothers War. So this is uh, the first time we're going well, no, not the first time. We're going back in time for a sec, but we're basically going back to the war between Urza and Mishra.
0: Oh, okay,
2: yeah, that's interesting. So that will be really cool as well. Diving into one of the iconic, um, iconic stories of uh, Magic: The Gathering. I've heard a lot of people compare it to. That's going to be Magic's uh, Horus Heresy, basically. So do you know we'll see how that...
0: this? This, this set. Uh... With yeah. a Nicholas in the fedora, right? Like he's not in a fedora. I, I know, you, right? But by you way of example, put that. I I said he's wearing a suit. This right? this reminds I, yeah. me of, of, and this this reference may be wasted on youtube but I'm sure other people understand it. Right. Back in the original series of Star Trek, when the budget was running a bit low, they would have like an episode where they'd go back in time, or they'd mm-hmm. rock up to like a planet that was like. Yeah you know, based on, like, 1920s Earth or something like that, because, you know, they had the sets for things like that, and they had the wardrobes, so mm-hmm. the, the cost to run that episode would be really, really small. So, you know, you'd have these episodes where they go back to, like, you know, Chicago in, like, the 20s and stuff like that. It's like Magic has run out of money, uh, which it hasn't, right? <laughs> but has run out of money, yeah. and they're like, what sets have we got nearby? Oh, let's just bring in like nineteen twenty Chicago
1: and put our characters in that. But Tom, I, I have to counter nineteen twenty Chicago with demons and angels. Is like that cool? Like you, you described that to me, and that sounds like a uh, like a fate game. That sounds like a a d six system that I would be totally into. I'm not, I'm not against it, right? And and I, it whatever like you are, enjoy. <laughs>
0: you enjoy yeah I, i'm fine with it it's just like it's a bit out there is all i'm saying like i'll i'll withhold judgment
2: it might be cool right tom have you seen the art that they no. teased for it? Look, it right,
1: and,
2: uh, look it up i don't want to look it up no no i don't want oh, no, to no,
1: doing it now i'm doing it i don't want to look at yeah. la so,
0: noire meets you know demon hunters i
1: don't i don't need that in my life. okay so in so it actually Looks a lot better. No offense, Josh. Than what Josh described it. <laughs> um, like the so the descriptor is it is ob in his in his attire with like a gold sort of regalia, and you see pinstripes at the side, mm-hmm. uh, and then behind him is like the most Art Deco rapture. I was about to mention another city from Final Fantasy Fifteen. Uh, sorry, fourteen. That would be a major spoiler to everyone, so I'm not gonna. But mm-hmm. Tom, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, in the background behind him, and that just looks uh, like it. It doesn't look like uh, the at least the, the art I'm seeing doesn't look like somebody's being gunned down in front of Dawn of Nixilis. Okay. Uh,
0: all right. Okay. 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 I'm looking at. Okay, that's not as bad as Josh made
2: it sound. <laughs> can we right. stop saying as josh made it sound i uh, gave an honest description of it no then, that,
1: that looks quite cool right I, if you, if you can cons- if you continue down through the article there's another image that looks very uh te- you know, uh punk uh, 1920s where you have this it looks like a detective eavesdropping dropping on two people from across the street with a scrying orb do you know hmm. what it looks
0: like to me it looks a bit bioshocky.
1: Yes, that is the Art Deco style screaming out from yeah. Bioshock. With yeah. less big daddies, hopefully. Um,
0: so
1: I, I will I will retract what I said.
0: This this doesn't look like Demons in Chicago, uh, to the extent that I was getting the visual from uh from Josh's description. Uh mm. whether he likes it or not. <laughs> uh that to me looks a bit more a bit more measured uh And it looks like there's a nice fusion of the sort of magic style and the art deco style yeah mm-hmm. so i will I will retract my earlier comment that, uh-huh. that looks
1: the, uh, the art for the brothers war looks pretty cool as well um yeah. it is this, this, it's this innocent, walking
2: down yeah. this massive hangar of giant robots. So i'm scrolling
0: down the article that ryan's given me to try oh, yeah. and find this picture and i've got like the art for domineering united and i'm expecting the brothers war to be below it and there's a picture of a Blastoise fighting a charizard and i'm like mm, that's a bit of a bit of a leap that's that, the, gone that
2: was the, that was the brothers war <laughs> <laughs> yep, that
1: you are my brother charizard
2: <laughs> mm uh we we do have i, I want to cover it off real quick because i'm conscious of how how long we've spent on this but yeah. Uh, yeah. uh other sets that they have announced uh Unfinity, we're getting a new one set Ooh. this is set in a theme park in space go figure i'm here um, for it yeah uh ryan good news we're, we are going back to the forgotten realms we're getting uh Dungeons & Dragons, Battle for Baldur's Gate, Commander Whoa. Legends. Nice. Uh, so yeah. I, in, in, in fact, Tom, I can't remember if it was you or if it was someone else I was speaking to who raised the point. There's actually not an awful lot of the characters from the Baldur's Gate games mm. in uh, Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. Wonder where they're going to be. Yeah. So- no, that's <laughs> really, that's really, it, really positive.
1: I wonder if they're going to bring... It might be a bit early for this, but like the new characters from um, Baldur's Gate 3 just Ooh,
0: maybe
2: uh, shadow sun and so on possible yeah
0: possible
1: that would be cool mm-hmm.
2: um, and finally we are getting uh double masters 2022 Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. another masters set <laughs> basically and jumpstart 2022 I don't know did you any of you guys play jumpstart I It's great format no I'm...
1: I did I was able to play um oh can't remember what it was I think it was Minions and Zombies, I think, were the two mm-hmm. that I played. I've managed to smash up two, uh, two things into a mono black pile of cards. Nice. Um, uh, you say that, it wasn't, wasn't great. Uh, but this, <laughs> um, it was a really fun format. Um, mm. I look forward to that and I also look forward to Double Masters because Double Masters last time was a brilliant draft environment.
2: Um, I did. I never got a chance to draft it, so I'm looking forward uh, to actually doing that this time. Yeah so. yeah. so 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 much stuff coming out though. My my poor wallet. <laughs> a, a wealth of content is
0: never a bad thing, though. Right? This is true. It's, it's a good place to be. As as much as I have bitched about Kill Team releasing too much in one go, like, <laughs> I, I think you know. It, it is a nice it's especially with magic where you can you can really pick and choose what you mm-hmm. want because I mean there's there's a lot of these sets and I'm not being negative here there's mm-hmm. a lot of these sets that I won't pick up not because I don't think they're interesting it's just they're not to my particular flavor you know and yeah, that's, that's very'm excited yeah. about um well I've I think won. at the moment the approach I would probably take to magic and I would probably recommend other people that maybe have a similar mindset to me in some cases is probably just uh go no holds bar on it for the minute like just just let them run free let's see what mm. what comes out because they seem to be going a little outside the the usual
2: zone. Shall we say did you not want to say box for some reason? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah, I see. All right. Uh Ryan, your thoughts.
1: Uh I am personally looking forward to seeing the uh inevitable uh Plane shifts guide uh, that they're going to bring to d with these uh, the recent sets. Oh, uh, of course, yeah. Like, oh, get right, to play I, I, cyberpunk. I was in, just uh, saying, like in, this is in, uh, Yeah, this is just good. Like, well, maybe not the Kamigawa one, but absolutely New Capenia because we've seen what um, Eberron uh, can do mm. in terms of the Art Deco style of um, intrigue. I would like to see what they do with this New Capenia. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to Dominaria because like, Dominaria original brought out a lot of interesting commander cards. I'm mostly yeah. in it to MTG for the commander at the moment. Um yeah. same. But I... Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to seeing how they go. But most of the time, I will be picking up for the commander content. But uh, maybe a couple of drafts here and there. Mm-hmm. I'm curious
0: if they will give all of these... The, the treatment of a D anD D book, though, because mm. for that mm. exact reason, some of some of these do sit a little close to either existing things like Eberron for the mm. the Art Deco style. I mean, Innistrad sat, sits very close to Ravenloft, um, yeah. so much that the the PDF that they release for Innistrad tells you how to cross it over with Ravenloft because yeah. of the, uh, the similarities.
1: Um, they're so, they're I, the I'd be interested for... to
0: see if they do pick them all up for it.
1: Yeah, at the very least, like they may do like the handout PDFs that they did for the likes of um, Amanket, uh, mm. Kaladesh, um, and a lot of the earlier sets when they were sort of like dipping their toe in the water. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a
0: point. I'd quite like to see. This is largely unrelated, but see with those PDFs. I'd love mm-hmm. if they did like a a book that was, I don't know, like, The Worlds of Magic or something, mm. where they, they put all of those together in a proper published mm-hmm. book, you know, maybe refine them a little bit um, and did, you know, chapters on each of the... the yeah. Not the lesser worlds, but the worlds that don't need maybe a full a full yeah. supplement, mm-hmm. uh, the same way that, like, Strixhaven and um, Ravnica. Ravnica. Have, yeah.
2: Ravnica needed a full supplement, yeah that was humongous.
1: I think, like, I played in Ravnica and the content they gave you with the round sourcebook source book was amazing i haven't had a chance to play a theros game yet um mm. I've built a couple of theros characters from the vibe um because that was the set i started in um yeah and yeah they, they look like they did it justice but as i say i'd be happy with just like a handout pdf
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, um, that is a bit of a bumper episode. I'm, Editor Josh is going to have a lot. Of, he's going to have his work cut out this week. Well,
0: we had the pleasure of Ryan's company. We've got to give him the appropriate screen time, Josh. It's not always about true. me and
2: you. Wow! All right, turning <laughs> my faux rage on me. Pro move, sir. I respect that. I tip the hat. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Thanks for coming on, Ryan. It's been a been a pleasure. It's nice to have someone refereeing me and Tom. No, it's great to be here.
1: Uh, thanks for having me on.
2: Yeah, sure
1: we'll have it's you on again. At all some too point.
0: civil for my liking, to be honest. Someone <laughs> having a polite discourse with Josh right. really, it really throws my game off.
1: Okay, I'll 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 practice like calling Josh
2: out and just random things from the from next thing. That's the oh, way we do no, things please here. please don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, on that note, uh, that is all we've got time for. So until next time, take care. Bye. 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 Bye.